Hello and welcome to the Teeth of Grace. I'm Sarah Schaefer. This summer we've been sharing with you some of our best of, some of our previous episodes from the past several years. Today's episode was originally aired November 22nd, 2021. You'll hear us talking a lot about COVID, which was still a very hot topic at that point, and of course, Thanksgiving and Christmas, which was the season in which we recorded this. Even so, I hope you'll hear the eternal truths that are being shared and the everlasting things that God wants to constantly remind us of. So as we share this this August, may you be blessed. Thank you, friends. I see God in everything. He will calm and color everything I see. Hello and welcome to the Teeth of Grace. My name is Sarah Schaefer and I'm here today with my good friend Kathy Loudenberg. We are so excited that you have joined us this Thanksgiving week as we come to you with a little bit different podcast. Not that they're all a little bit different, I guess, aren't they, Kathy? Because <laughs> you have me to deal with and you never quite know where that's going to go. So, <laughs> so we'll see how, how, how different this one becomes. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about who we are in Christ and all the benefits of being in Christ and all of that. And I know that that opened up in your mind some other thoughts. Yeah, I was thinking of we'd go right into angels and tell some of the angelic things that happened while I lived overseas because we just spent a lot of time on the devils and, and our enemy here. But I just couldn't get there. I, I was flipping through some papers and I saw this written. I don't know who wrote it. I didn't, so I can't give credit. But I saw this on a piece of paper and it took me captive. It says, if I see God in everything, he will calm and color everything I see. We have all this in Christ. He, he's done it, right? It's past tense. But how do we access it? What do we do on our part? Our part in this, of in Christ, seems like to pay attention to him and to grab what he's giving us. word I see, if I see God in everything, it's interesting that that see is the same one that we had in Job, that after all those horrible trials, Job at the very end says, I have heard of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Hmm. And we talked about that when we did that podcast, that eye does not have anything to do with sight, not at all. It means to advise self to inform, to notify, to take counsel. And I hope these scriptures that I got while I was noodling on this, if I see God in everything, he will calm and color everything I see. My part is, where are my eyes? You know, mm -hmm. where, where do I need to notify myself or inform myself or advise myself? What do I need to change to apprehend all those things in Christ? How do I get there? Th does that... Does that make sense, Sarah? Makes a lot of sense. And I think that it's, you know, in, in the physical realm, it makes sense as, as simple as 
going to a restaurant, somebody brings you a plate of food and they can set it down in front of you, but then mm. I have to be the one to eat it, right? Yeah. And you I have to be the one it. to ingest it and it's my body that digests it. And so I think that um, it definitely makes sense that, you know, he's done all the work, he's prepared yeah. everything, but he is giving it to us and are we going to then receive it? Yeah, good. That's that's great. Thank you. Because uh, I couldn't get off the subject. So I have chosen three or four or five scrap scriptures as always. There's hundreds, but um, <laughs> I I was led to Isaiah, one that I really love and have always loved, Isaiah 26, verses three through four. God will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on God because he trusts God. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord, the rock is eternal. That's an awesome verse. A perfect mm -hmm. peace. God will keep us in perfect peace. That's his end. My end, whose mind is stayed on God. And that stayed is a powerful verb. It means um, fixed on or um, connected to. So as I walk through my days, if my mind is always thinking nothing about COVID and nothing about this and all about this and all about that, and my mind is on a million other things, I'm not going to have that perfect peace. So he is willing to give it. He will keep in perfect peace. But our job is to have a mind stayed on him. So um, I loved that. I, I just loved that verse. And there's another one. I love Isaiah. <laughs> this Isaiah a verse is 3015. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in repentance and rest, you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength. And that one really hit me, Sarah, because mm. we talked about, I need to control my mind and my thoughts. What am I focused on at any given time? Well, with the lives we live, if we're going 300 miles an hour, we're never going to be able to get Isaiah 30, 15. Mm -hmm. It's in quietness and trust is your strength. In repentance and rest, you are saved. There's got to be those times where we come aside and in the quietness, apprehend him apprehend all we have in Christ grab it I don't ingest it I like the word you used ingest it and and that doesn't happen automatically it means if my life is going 100 miles an hour today I've got to hit the stop sign I've got to hit the brakes so the head can just go and so the body can breathe so the spirit can hear him and that's why I jumped to Psalm 4610. It's one of my favorite, favorite verses. Hmm. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted on earth. That be still means cease striving and know that I am God. That word know in the original means be diligent to comprehend or to discern. Oh, Sarah, on any given day, especially with all the fear and the upheaval all around us, how diligent am I to cease striving, to be still, 
to comprehend and discern. Well, and it says to comprehend and to discern that he is God. Yes. That that's where our thoughts are. That's what we're discerning. That's what we're trying to think about and comprehend. And I love that he knows we can't comprehend him that easily. (laughs) So we we need to stop everything we're doing and just put our mind on him. Yeah, and that's hard for most people in the United States. When I was uh, living down in uh, in Mexico, I, I spent lots of mission trips down there, but I actually took a year's leave of absence from teaching, and I lived down there in a, in a little tiny broken down shanty with about 5,000 cockroaches and 2,000 mice. Ew. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, loved, I loved that year down there and their pace of life. It changed me drastically. Mm-hmm. They'd only let me teach in the morning because and it got too hot. So I taught three classes. Then the rest of the day, because it was 110 and 15 degrees, we'd sit on porches and sing and we'd squash lemons and put uh, peppermint sticks in them and sip that for, and we'd talk about the Lord and we'd do Bible study. And that pace down there that pace gives us opportunity to do that, to be still and know that I am God. And that's an imperative. God's saying, be still. Kathy, slow down. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, and then, of course, I went to Philippians 4, 6 through 8. I love, love, love Philippians, especially with all the fear going on. He starts right out and Paul says, be anxious for nothing. Not your health, not your wealth, not your all the things of this earth Mm -hmm. be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication let your requests be known to god and here we go again and the peace that passes all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds now we're back up to that isaiah verse right Mm -hmm. That, that that he once we do this, once we get in there and we're there to, to be his and to know and to be still, automatically the peace that passes all comprehension will guard our hearts and our minds. And then this is so beautiful. So what do we put our mind on? Right now, any place you go, every place you go, you can't not hear the word COVID. It's, it's the talk. I wish Jesus were that popular right now in this country. I wish the word faith was that popular right now. I mean, that's all some, it seems like anybody wants to talk about. Oh, so that passage goes on. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, if anything is worthy of praise, dwell on these things. When I wrote that one down this morning, I went out and sat on the deck and I've got six, seven, eight deer that are hanging around. They're here every day. They just hang around on the patio. And I went out there and just got really still because this verse, it doesn't say think about COVID and think about the finances and think about homosexuality taking over the whole country and think about the abortions and is all that happening? Yes. I'm not saying that stuff isn't real. We're a nation in deep trouble. But 
he says, whatever is true and honorable, look at the sky, look at the clouds, hear the breeze of the wind and realize the Holy Spirit is likened unto the wind. Watch these deer. It snowed the other day in the silence, in the snow and the fog. Whatever is true, honorable, right, lovely, of good repute, if there's any excellence or anything worth dwelling, praise, anything worth praise, dwell on these things. So that's that's just so on my heart, Sarah, and it's been on my heart ever since we did the In Christ Scriptures. It, I was overwhelmed, and we only did like, what, 20, and there's 40 or 50 of In Christ. That all of that, it's like this treasure chest. It's like the bank vault, and there's 200 things he wants to give us that are ours. Mm. But we're too busy doing everything else. So these, these I've, I had to follow up with, so what's my part? Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of want to, those, those thoughts, I had lots of other verses, but um, those thoughts led me to two more verses in Proverbs. I love Proverbs. I think it's an overlooked book. There are nuggets, almost every line is a nugget of just sane, wise counsel. Proverbs 1.7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, of true knowledge, of being wise. Proverbs 29.25, the fear of man brings a snare. But he who trusts in the Lord will be exalted. That there's so much fear right now about COVID. And I understand some of my listeners might have lost people due to that. I'm not minimizing that COVID isn't horrible. But the fear of the Lord brings wisdom. And I think in that wisdom as we're we get all these other things, this perfect peace, this shalom, this quietness, this rest, this strength. I think this dwelling with him is available in the midst of COVID. Hmm. And it's much higher than and is what God wants us to be focused on. The fear of man brings a snare. So we, as we, I, I, I hear so much fear on all sides. Should we fear it? Well, it, it could be deadly, but I could die in an automobile accident. I could have my second stroke. I could, if our fear is turned on the Lord, there's a there's a habitation in the Lord that I think he is urging us to just come habitate with me. I know it's all falling apart, but I'm not. Hmm. My word's not. My love for you is not failing. Hmm. So um, that's, that's kind of... Um, that's kind of what's been on my heart. And when I finished this morning, the word meditate jumped into my head. And I've I've never um, looked that up biblically. I've, I've never, and there's, we know meditation. There's a lot of stuff going around that's kind of wacky, actually. Mm-hmm. But, and really wacky. Uh, I've been to a couple of those little deals where, you know, you smoke this and then you meditate and then you drink that and you meditate. I mean, so... But I looked that up this morning, and if I see God in everything, he will calm and color everything I see. And another way we get it, by being still, by seeking, by being quiet. 
Psalm 77, 6 says, I will remember my song in the night. I will meditate with my heart as my spirit ponders you. Psalm 77, 12, I will meditate on all your work and muse on your deeds. Sarah, I just read these this morning and my heart slows down and my mind slows down. That's exactly what I was just thinking, that it feels like you're pouring fresh water over a very dry, crusty spirit. That, <sighs> And I spent time with the Lord this morning, and I had a wonderful conversation with my husband about some things. And, and so it's not that it's been days since I've been alone with the Lord, but even then, it just it just feels so refreshing to hear those words and like you said it just is a time to slow down and to just go oh this is what's real and what counts yeah i've read these several times today and i'm so thankful he put the word meditate in my mind he just dropped it in my heart the holy spirit did because it fits all of this it fits what we did in christ meditate on those things we have in christ and then by what we watch, what we listen to, um, if we can back off and give us 10, 15, I mean, people have an hour ready to do Pilates and an hour ready to go run and go to the gym and stay healthy. And we live in Boulder for heaven's sake. So people have time to do all the things to keep their bodies intact. But what about these things to be still and know and to be quiet and to just sit in his lap? And yeah, I, I just all morning, I've reread these and read these and it's, they're just so sweet. Mm -hmm. your way oh god sorry go ahead no go ahead number 13 um some i don't know yeah psalm 77 13 your way oh god is holy what god is like our god oh. psalm 119 148 my eyes anticipate the night watches that i might meditate on your word when we go to bed at night, our things, our minds go and still wacko about everything else and the what ifs and or can we just, even when we go to bed, meditate on his word. And then Psalm 145.5, on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful deeds, I will meditate. So, Sarah, thanks for um, letting me do this. You didn't really have a lot of time to do this today, but I, my heart's been pounding that we needed something between what's in Christ and then angels to what's on us. It's on God to send the angels and to, and to you know, take care of us and to help us fight the battles against the enemy. It's on us several times in Philippians and in the epistles, he says, grow up into the image of Christ. Grow up. That's an imperative verb, verb on us. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you feel it occasionally about your daughters. <laughs> I felt it several times about some of my middle school students. It's like I've just been hearing the Lord say, come on, I'm doing my part. What's your part? We're in, we're in a partnership here. 
you are one with me. I am one with you. And all of these mandates here to, he will come in color. Mm -hmm. But if I see God in everything, but to do that, my focus has to change. What I think on has to change. What I dwell on, if anything is lovely and good and right and excellence, honorable, true, dwell on these things. And that dwell means take inventory, examine myself. It's that season of the year when we're buying Christmas gifts and my family's, my extended family is far away. So typically if I am sending a package, I try to get that sent by the beginning of December, which is next week. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've gotten really good at doing electronic gifts Thank oh, goodness good. for e-gift cards and all of those good things. But if I am mailing something, I try to get it in sooner than later, obviously, so that mm -hmm. I'm not standing in a long line and so that they get it in time for the holidays for Christmas in particular. Right. And I remember one year I called and checked in with someone from my family and, and said, and I was so excited because I'd spent so much time and just really loved the things that I'd found to give them. And I asked what they thought of their gifts. And the response I got was, oh yeah, well, I guess we haven't, we haven't looked at those. I haven't oh. looked at that. And it wasn't even opened. It wasn't even really thought about. Ouch. And I know how I felt having spent the time and the money not to just get the gift, but to get it sent and get it there on time. I wonder how God feels when he has all these gifts and all of this wonderful blessing, just waiting. He's just waiting to give it to us. Yep. And for us to say, well, uh, you know, oh yeah, I guess I got that in the mail, but I haven't really taken a look at it. I have my Bible, but I just really haven't opened it. And yeah. Kathy, I just so appreciate you walking us through all these scriptures. Listeners, I really hope that you would avail yourself of all that she just laid out for us, because I feel like there's such a treasure chest you just opened for us of a way to find all that we really are wanting, that peace, that purpose, and that meaning, especially this time of year. Yeah. And Sarah, that word in Job, my eye sees you. Uh, that's as, as we begin to move more into um, beholding God and discerning his presence. I love what, what, it, what it meant to advise self, to take counsel, to, to notify self. This is a wake-up call. This was a wake-up call to me. Even me up here, I can get so sidetracked. And um, maybe his Christmas gift to us is exactly what he would want to give us mm. all these things meditate right. on me and I'll give you myself. Right. He's the Christmas gift. Maybe he could be the focus this year. The holiday season, I guess for a lot of us, I think really seems to start at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think it's a good time, even as we sit around and maybe think about what we're thankful for to think about who God is and how, many ways we can be thankful just for him and who he is yeah and i want to just finish one more time with psalm 145 5. meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and your wonderful deeds 
on these I will meditate. I love that. Thank you, Kathy. Listeners, I hope that you have been blessed. I know that my heart feels so much more peaceful and more full than it did 20 or so minutes ago. And I thank you, Kathy, for, again, all your work to find those scriptures and lay them out in such a beautiful way for us. Listeners, if you want to contact us, you can reach out to Kathy at K-A-T-H-Y, Kathy at the teeth of grace.com. Or you can email me at Sarah, S-A-R-A, at the teeth of grace.com. We are excited to share some podcasts coming up on angels to balance out a lot of what we did in October, but it's been a really fun few weeks to talk about who we are in Christ and now Mm -hmm. how we can respond to all that he's given us. Listeners, thanks again for joining us. We pray you have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. God bless you.